0: what's up guys and welcome back to the chase 60 road to the record podcast episode 14 we've done 14 games are you kidding me right now i am on my way to game 15 and 16 we're doing oh ohio two-step i don't know ohio shuffle maybe Uh, ohio what's a word that starts with the h or something ohio i don't know the not octagon i guess we're getting the octagon here in ohio i don't know we're Punch out two more games. But a uh, little odometer check. We're at 85, 949. It's 8.02 a.m. Saturday morning. I am eight hundred. Uh, no, 184 miles outside of Athens as I head to Ohio University. And I am on a nap. I had a nap after the game. When I say nap, I mean like 35, 40 minutes max. Uh, So I am tired. I tried to do this when I started this leg of the journey. This was a like basically eight even drive and I have two hours and 42 minutes left. So uh, you can just put that together and I have not uh, done anything but drive and stop and pee. So I have not napped on this trip because where we're headed. I have a, a interview at noon, a nooner. The game's at two, the first game. So that kind of um, you know, gave me a little bit of a boost and start for my day. I was, you know, uh, I'm excited about it. I can't complain. I'm really pumped and blessed. And, and, you know, we'll talk about that one tomorrow. But right now we're talking about game 14, which was a doozy in Syracuse as Virginia, the Who's or the Cavaliers, headed up north to see the Syracuse Orange. Uh, we pick up where we left off on Friday, which was West Virginia at Virginia Tech. I uh, you know, I left basically right after the game, stopped at a Walmart. I think you guys know that. And crashed there pretty well. I crashed really hard. I was super tired. And when I say crashed, I mean I you know, went to bed. Woke up and hit the road from Blacksburg to Syracuse, which I believe was about eight hours. And, you know, my time got me there. So the kickoff yesterday was... A uh, seven o'clock kickoff. So the first uh, Friday night, no, Thursday night was seven thirty. Friday night was seven, and then today I got two and seven thirty, I think. So I yeah, so I got two. What happened yesterday? Yeah, you know, I, I know that. I think I recap that in Blacksburg. I had two interviews that kind of went, and those are kind of popping. So yeah, so went to this game. No, no tailgate, no ticket, no destination. Just Going for the vibes, uh, you're know, driving up there is pretty easy. Oh, here we go, yeah, okay, so now I got it. So I was, I, I, I just realized what my day looks like. So I did have a friend, uh, Cara and Jordan, reach out. Um, Cara, I knew she was, uh, she worked at a restaurant in DC and befriended one of my friends from law school and we all kind of became friends. And I just saw her and met her um, boyfriend, her fiance, I should know better. I think just long-term boyfriend or fiance uh, at a wedding in Indianapolis this past summer and caught up with them. And you know they, she's always been fun and, and she saw him doing this road trip and message me saying, if I come up to the area, let her know, oh, they love to host me. And I was like, all right, sure. I, I have Syracuse on the schedule and she's like, okay, cool. And then unfortunately her and Jordan were out of town but they said I could stay at their place. They had like a little button keys. So well, I was like, all right, perfect. So that works out. I'll, I I drove straight from Blacksburg to her place. And I was just happy because I had, I got a shower and uh, la- I did laundry. I did a load of laundry. I, I couldn't do more than one load just because of timing. I got there, I threw the load in and, uh, and uh, just kind of sat on the cou- couch for a second. And just hung out. I charged all of my things. I charged my uh, portable uh, ba- battery bank. It was on low, so it worked out perfectly. I backed up all of games one through. I, well, I, I had most of them already backed up. I, 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 I made sure every game that's on the my two old uh, memory cards, which I had two sixty-four gigs are backed up to my. They're already backed up on my tear up my portable uh memory and now they're in they're on the cloud too uh, on google drive and i know i should look at dropbox or something which i'll do at some point uh so yeah that was super i was just trying to be as efficient as possible i took a shower i relaxed and i was like all right well you know it's it's game time you know i i think i left the house a little later than i was planning on to but that was fine because i just needed to slow down uh and i knew that having a slow day ahead of today was going to be important. So, I think I left the house, their house, at it was on seven, probably four thirty, I believe. And obviously, I looked up a goodwill. I, I, I decided I'm going to go to the closest goodwill to their house that's on the way. So, I think it was 12 minutes away. I oh, alright. We'll, we'll head there. And you know, I'm, I'm vibing. I'm hanging out, checking out. You know the timings of things. It's you know the Goodwill's like fifteen minutes from the stadium. It's, all right, we're, we're in a good spot. So I go, and you guys already know that in in Blacksburg, I hit a grand slam at the Goodwill between the jacket and the joggers. Like I was on cloud six, like cloud nine. I was heaven. Uh, wait, did I? Am I skipping the game? No, I did. No, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did 13. Sorry. I literally just uploaded it to uh, get sound. Like, assistance with sound to Josh two minutes ago. Yeah, so. Sorry, I did that in the last one, too. I always just forget if I did the last episode. Um, And I have. It's funny because I'm organized. And then I, I just get scatterbrained. What is going on? Some of these roads have, like, weird split division things. Anyways. So I had a, this Goodwill and it's funny because, you know, I was like, you know, there's no way this Goodwill is going to top my Virginia Tech find of the jacket and the joggers. And uh, I was like, yeah, there's no way. And I, I told Cara that I was going to leave for the Virginia Tech joggers. I was like, I thank you for letting me stay. So I was already, I already got those off the board. And she's like, no, it's fine. I was like, do you have lazy Sundays where you're going to wear joggers or, I was like, these are super comfortable. And like, I'm a god. like you're gonna love them even better. She goes, okay. So she, I, I gave them to her. I was like, you're gonna have them. You know, what am I gonna do with the joggers? I could give them away to somebody else or I could just give them to her. And so I go I'm sitting in the Goodwill parking lot and I look and they have a Halloween sign on the outside, like your place for Halloween gear. And I said, that's that's weird that, you know, Goodwill has like a designated Halloween section. Literally, I know when I walked into this Goodwill, it was probably one of the most organized Goodwills I've ever seen. It was like, I think it was like in Finger Hills or Foot Finger or something. I don't know where it was, but it was something with fingers and feet, I think. Uh, So I walk in, and right when I walk in, the first rack has all of the Syracuse gear. Probably 20 shirts, including baby sizes. They had a pillow. They had a shirt on a mannequin. I said, oh, this is perfect. You guys are making my job really easy. So I look, I scrape through there, I pick out a long sleeve Syracuse orange shirt, and I walk around the store with it. I'm like, let me just look and see what else I got. I looked in the men's section, nothing there. I looked at the women's section up there, and uh, I go back towards where the Syracuse stuff is, and there's a front area that, so I don't know if if you've ever been to Goodwill, but normally there's like one area where they have stuff that probably shouldn't be at Goodwill, like just like nicer things that people donate. And there's an orange and blue scarf, just by itself, like on on the shelf, dead center of the shelf. You can't miss it. And it's big. It's I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. It's, it looks really nice. And you know, I have I have a few friends up in Syracuse, so I was like, if I buy it, I'll just give it to one of them. And so I go up, when I cash out. I say, "Excuse me, miss. Do you know how much the scarf over there is?" And she had no idea. She walks over there. She goes, "It doesn't have a price tag on it." And I, at the thinking ahead, I actually saw. I bought an Ohio State scarf for three ninety nine. I said, "Well, this one." I said, "Let me go see if there's any like hand knit ones over in that section where I found my scarf." There was nothing there. I think there was one hand knit one, not the good quality of this one. $3.99. I was like, there's no way she's selling me for that. So her boss or manager comes over and goes back behind the, the, the desk and pulls out a box. Spoiler, the box has the price on $25. I was like, Dang, $25 for the scarf? Like, oh, that's a nice scarf though. It's a six foot orange and blue um, pattern. And she goes, yeah, so we looked up the scarf and it's from the 1960s. And only one other school has the style starf and that's Purdue. And I said, "Oh, that's where my grandma went." And so she said, "No, I, I'll, 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 I'll take it." So in the box, the, my, this box was—it was definitely a '60s box. It had like, like six wondrous ways you could use the, and it's called the um, Syracuse six footer because it's a six foot a scarf. Super, it was in perfect condition, and the, it has a a little tag on it that says Syracuse 6-Fitter exclusively made for the Syracuse bookstore. And I was like, dang, that's dope. I, I couldn't believe it. This thing was in, the, in immaculate uh, condition. I posted some pictures on Instagram and Twitter. I just could not get over it. And, you know, I, at this point, I, I get a text from Car. And she goes, hey, like, if you haven't left the house, Jordan has a bunch of Syracuse gear you can just wear. It. And I told her, oh, it's my tradition to get some stuff. And I was like, is he, like, a real Syrac- Syracuse fan? And she goes, oh, yeah, he's, like, a Syracuse lifer. And then at that moment, I was like, all right, I'm giving it to Jordan. <laughs> like, I didn't tell her. But in my head, I was like, all right. <clears throat> I had one other person in mind. But because they hosted me, like, with me out of town, you know, just a random guy. Like, I've, I've hung out with them, like, at a wedding, him specifically. And then her, like, at work, she's doing her job talking to me. <laughs> so... <clears throat> and I've played, like, top golf. I think i played top golf a little before. Uh, so, I was like, all right, I'll just, that'll be a cool, like, his and hers kind of gift. Because uh, she knew about the joggers, uh, but he, he obviously doesn't know about the, jo- uh, the sweater. And what, so what's crazy is, when I went to the parking lot, I just looked, I was like, let me just Google this and look it up on eBay. This, this, this is not sweater. This um, scarf. Legit- legitimately sold that day on eBay for $175 and I got for 25 Now, I think I told this to you guys earlier in this series, like, I, about how the time I bought Kobe Bryant tickets, like, 15 or 20 minutes after he announced he was retiring, and um, like, I bought them for, like, $17 or $25, and they went up to, like, $150 the next day, and I could have easily bought a bunch and because knowing that it was his last time in D.C. Um, But I have this kind of spirit of the game thing. And I think this is kind of the same situation here. I, you know, I was lucky enough for them to reach out and say, hey, like, our house is your house. Do whatever you need to do. Like, um, laundry, you can use our stuff. Like, whatever's in the fridge you can have. I didn't really, I didn't take anything on the fridge. But, you know, I got, those joggers for like ten bucks. And the this the, the scarf to me it's it's priceless because not only is it you know a forever scarf like I I'm giving it like if someone found a orange and blue gator scarf from the nineteen sixties and they gave it to me I'm never giving that away right like I'm that's gonna be a family heirloom like a nineteen sixties Florida gator scarf. Um, so just like, I, when I, when I found out he was a lifer, I was like, all right, this is going to be done with anything. And they don't know yet. We'll see what happens. I'm sure they'll freak out about it and be like, you shouldn't do that. But it is what it is. It's a it's spirit of the game. Spirit of this trip It's like, you know, they opened their house to me. The least I can do is give them something that, like I said, if he's a lifer like me, like that's gonna be in this family forever. And it's gonna have a, it's gonna have more than just one story, you know. This nineteen sixties scarf in perfect condition. Uh, this guy who was on this road trip um, found at Goodwill. And you know, we we were out of town, but you know, we invited him to stay at our place and, and he, he found at Goodwill and and he just left it as a gift, a thank you gift. And he, he was going for the record for most schemes in the season. I think that's a cool story to attach to that scarf. Um, and, like, you know, that scarf, it was made in the 60s, and, you know, we're 40. Like, that's crazy, you know. I, I would love this, you know, the, the games it's already been at, right? Like, I, I took it to the game, and and um, Syracuse ended up winning, so it's 1-0 in and, and this line of whatever. Oh, oh you know what would be cool is, I should have done this with, like, a card, and maybe inside, like, have like the scarfs record scarfs record, and have the date i'll may i'm gonna text them that when they like hey put like a little card in there that says like every time you guys wear this out of being like keep the that'd be well that's a cool story to tell too um but yeah so sorry that i just went all i was like i really fell in love and got excited with the scarf when i found it um especially like the layers no pun intended that just came uh that unraveled as i like you know, decided to I was interested in it and then it was 25 dollars, and i was like why oh it's a from the 1960s this really cool cardboard box that has that says syracuse six foot around it i buy it before even looking on ebay and already with the decision that i'm giving it away uh, so yeah so i got the scarf got uh i so I, and then well before when i went to the when i went when i noticed the scarf it was actually when i went back to the syracuse rack and i just did one more skim, and I switched the long-sleeve Syracuse, um, I think it was Orange or basketball. It could have probably was basketball. It's long-sleeve sweater, too. I found a an extra-large uh, 2014 Final Four shirt, which now that I think about it, I'm not wearing it right now. I think I am wearing it right now. Hey, that I graduated UF in twenty fourteen, and we went to the Final floor that year. But you know how it's weird when they do like the dates and stuff. Like it's like the year after. Um, but it could be. I don't think. Let me see. I there's no way it has the other schools on it, right? I'll look at it. I'm gonna. have a jacket on. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna. I'm doing this live. Syracuse the floor? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't say. This says the road to the finish, the road to the final four, and this is the road to the record. That's kind of cool. All right, well, uh, so yeah, so I got the this cool, um, I don't know, I kind of like Final Four graphic t shirt from 2014. Uh, you know, 20 years from now, I don't think whoever I give it to, or the shirts, like right now, again, I'm on the fence, like I've been saying I'm going to donate them, so that's like where I'm at with it right now. Um, but. I'm not saying that I'm going to change my mind on that, but I think it'd be cool to do Going back also, the Virginia Tech game, I didn't get a shirt. I got the the jacket, and then I was going to give it to um, Mahool, and now he doesn't want it, so I guess that'll be the official shirt of that trip. So yeah, I got the, the scarf and the shirt, and we were ready to roll. I think it was just about you know, maybe 5, 5.15 at this point. Uh, so I head to campus, and take a lap around campus driving and just kind of taking the vibes. It's cold. People are tailgating. The The, the campus is kind of in like the metro area. So you're around you know, hotels and the downtown area. And I uh, took a few laps and you know, I was like, all right, this is a pretty easy street parking play. I'm not worried about it. I found you know a nice little spot on a hill pretty quickly by you. I, I did park 0.9 miles away from the stadium, which is fine. I mean, like I said, I, I ideally my, my go-to range is within like 0.6, but anything within a mile to me, you know, 20 minute walk. If that, like, I think I've said before, I when the, the two and a half weeks before this trip in Tucson, I was walking five miles a day. And I think I like fast walked one and it was a like sub 14 or like just walking, not even running. Like I think, it, I think it was 13 something. Uh, so I, I'm okay with that. And also it helps, you know, even out and cancel out some of the consumption of uh, both food and beverage that I have on the trip. So I head to campus and I, I end up in their quad. while The band is playing super cool atmosphere, very, very Northeastern, uh, you know, private school aesthetic between the buildings and the greenery and it's like fall is right around the corner. So you're kind of seeing, you know, I think, the first day of fall was what two days ago, the 22nd Today's the 24th. Oh, this is cool. I'm driving by the pro football hall of fame. I got to get that on the camera. Meet Leroy Butler. Camera, camera. I got it. I think I got it. Oh, wow. That's really cool. And they, they have a, uh, Oh, this is cool. They have two power line things that are shaped like football, uh, Goals! Oh, that was so cool. I'm taking this in, just so you guys know. I'm, li- I'm live, live reacting. All right, now I don't. So I guess we were just in. Where is it? in a home? Canton? Oh, we just drove through Canton. Nice. That was a quick little uh, sidebar. Uh, so yeah, that, that's the stuff that you get when you're listening to the podcast. My randomness uh, that I see, and I got, I was, I just got really excited about that. Um, and it, it's very fitting that it's, this is a football, college football, ball, I guess, but the, 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 wait, the Pro Football Hall of Fame doesn't include college, but the, the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame does. Okay. Duly noted. Uh, so yeah, so I got to the, the, the quad and the band's playing and they play, they play, oh, what was the song they played? There was one song, I don't think it was Sweet Caroline, but it was one where like half of the band ran out and ran up to a, a band mom and started singing to her. It was the cutest thing ever. I have it on recorded, like as a video. And I love, let me just say, I, think, I don't know if I've said this before. I just love college band culture. It doesn't matter the culture of the band. It could be you know, historically like dominant, performance band it could be nerdy quirky like yelling I love sports uh, while you're in the you while you're in the stadium playing your your saxophone band but also you love sports but you're also screaming at the running back to go on a date with you and then also doing you know the shuffle randomly and leading cheers for I love all this is, that was, I was just describing a specific person at this game. Um, but that those people exist at all of the bands and I just appreciate the joy that they have or whoever, like at all the bands, you know, when I was in Columbia, South Carolina, the, the shit talking between the band members about missing cues because they cared about it being perfect. And then here it's like, you know, these little quirks that you know you you watch that i sat next to the band for the second half of this game literally right next to them in the section next to them and right at the end of the section and just the little things that you know the intricacies there's two saxophone players that they do this this uh a bit basically like a uh um, larry curly mode, you know, three stooges kind of bit just between, you know, two of them, and they like stare at each other da, 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 and they start hitting each other with their hats like on rhythm uh, and I just thought, just little things like that, like, uh, you know, when they grow up and I grow up, but when they get older, they can just laugh about like how silly they were, and and people, it's funny where I was. I know this is a super tangent about bands, but where I was sitting, you had, you know, your, your typical. There was like two. There was like two couples, like guys and girls, and you could just tell the the girl that was like, she was singing a basic right in front of me. Never younger, but. They were drinking, so I, I'm just going to assume they drinking. But she kept on looking over at this quirky band girl and her, her friend, just having so much fun, and the guys hitting themselves in the heads, just laughing out loud. And I don't know what her thought process was, but every time they had fun, she looked over and was like, I, it wasn't a judgmental look It was just like what what is it wasn't she didn't smile she's very confused and i'm someone who's like i'm very big on if someone is happy and they're not hurting anyone uh that makes me happy and just seeing the pure joy uh, of the band here made me super happy and then there was a band mom that came by uh like was cleaning up you know they always have their neutral green bars and uh, Nature's Valley bars and they have their waters and this band mom was helping clean up and the, the girl that was like a high energy girl was like I love bands so much I and like, I love my band moms and it was just a really cool moment so they kind of like just see a you know, uh, fly in the water it's funny because I, I did a camera pan and uh, there was a, another girl that she like looked down the camera and the peace sign and I, I like went back to her <laughs> like I, I was like moving over and that was that It's just cool because, you know, they're just having fun. And that's what college football is all about. Finding your community, whether it's a group of 10 guys that are super obsessive about every play, They know everything that's going on or the band or the people that are there just having a good time. They They couldn't tell you what holding is. They couldn't tell you what false start is, but they're there on third down. They stand up, they cheer as hard as they can and they, they are bad when they're, the team is losing. Like, there's, there are, there's levels to – you don't have to know everything that's going on to appreciate a college football game. You don't have to know everything that's going on to support your school. You don't have to know everything that's going on to show up, right? So, like, that's – and that's half of it, you know. Like, a lot of the people that, you know, say they love football and they're at these games, they're just sitting on their phone all the time. You know, or at least and there's people that have no idea what's going on, but they are avid attention so so we're back to the quad after that tangent um so took it in I really liked the the quad area I like to vibe for a Friday night game you could tell that the city was showing up I walked by the frat houses and it was funny I when I was going to get to the campus the a football got loose and bounced in the middle of the road across like literally caddy corner to where their house is, and I was the first one to it. So I just went up and, you know, I was actually recording at the time on my camera and I just kept it recording and I threw it back to them. It wasn't my best throw, but I got where it needed to go. And they're like, this guy's got a cannon. And like, yeah, it's fine, I kept it moving. Um, but so I got to the campus, it was brisk. It was, it was 54 or 53, the high of the day was 54. It was 54 when I was at Goodwill, and I think it was 54 when I got on campus. So I was like, oh man, it's going to be cold. But I was ready for it. So I uh, take a lap, mix and mingle, try to get a single. Oh, that rhymes. Mix and mingle, try to get a single. That may be a thing. Uh, so I, there's like a couple that's taking a selfie, and I always, whenever I see a couple of so I say, hey, do you, would you like your picture? And they're like, oh my gosh, yes, please, please. So I talk to them. Um, three and his name is how do follow me on instagram and tag on twitter oh, that's gonna bother me uh it doesn't okay it, it matters but it, it bothers me so i talked to them and then uh another group was behind us and they asked if someone could take a photo and this was when things got interesting a guy named Tro- there's a guy named troy and his friend tyler troy is this Early thirties, maybe mid thirties, uh, five, nine, ten, two nine, 10, 220 pounds, just jo- big dude, maybe bigger than two twenty because I'm I'm two i I'm probably two twenty right now. Uh, and he was he was thick, his arms were big, so maybe he's like two thirty five. Uh, beard, and he's wearing a orange and blue kilt, and he sat up for three years, and I said, "Where'd you get go? He goes, "Etsy." <laughs> and it had these like poor, these pockets outside the kilt. He had deodorant. and he was like yeah it's hot and he was like oh. super good guy I got I actually talked to him on camera for the the the, the video version of the let's recap but whenever that happens to go up and uh apparently he's the his twitter is like something Syracuse waterboard. I don't know I'm sure but Definitely the unofficial water boy of the team. When I told someone inside that I met him, they all were like, oh my gosh, it's so funny. Because uh, I guess graduated high school together too. I have to learn very quickly that Syracuse is a small town, which was everyone knew each other. And when I mentioned, I met someone from earlier, they said, oh, I know that guy. Um, so I talked to them and I talked to Brie and, and her husband, and no luck on tickets. I take a lap, ask a few other people, and no luck on tickets. And now it's getting close. Oh, I, before I before I went all in on the tickets, I did go and get a hat at the team store. I, actually, it's like, I would actually wear this hat. And I honestly, if it was, so it's an orange, it's Syracuse orange with Syracuse in white script with a black outline. So it's super clean. And I kind of wish that Florida had something simple. Like, I think I've seen it, Florida script out like this, an orange with white script and maybe even a blue with, with white script. An orange outline, and all the, all of the options. Uh, so I really like the hat, and I'm excited for whoever gets it. There was no cups in this game. I know I'm jumping ahead, but <clears throat> I just put the hat on for those listening at home. Uh, so, yeah. So I put the hat on. Sorry if I got just a random energy boost there. I took a break because I thought I faded uh, out, and I realized that I may have to do these in like, the 25-30 second chunks, chunks if I'm driving overnight. Mostly because I think at the end of it, I didn't even look I don't. I didn't even want to listen to like the last part. That I realized was probably really weird. Um, because I I just remember I said Rutgers and I was like, "What am I talking about Rutgers for?" So I uh, I'm gonna have to be be cognizant of my awareness when I talk on the app. So I got the hat. I'm wearing it right now. And you know, I was, All right, let's take a lap. I you know, I talked to a few people. No luck on tickets. It's. Six thirty games at seven. I walk more. I hold out. I hold my breath. I check the prices online. They're, they're twenty to <laughs> twenty to thirty six dollars, thirty nine dollars, and uh, so I go up and I I'm gonna put, I'm gonna do old school. I'm gonna throw my finger up and see what happens. So I throw my finger up and I saw a guy walk by earlier that had a single and he he he, he walked up to me and goes I got one. And I said How much do you want for it? And you know he's not a scalper because he said the price. He said twenty dollars. So uh, I was like, all right. Um, where is where is it located? And he goes, oh, it's like, you know, it's like on the the second level and in the corner of the end zone. I was like, okay. I was like, do you have you know Cash App or Venmo? And he goes, no, he's an older guy named Kirk. And I said, all right. Well, what if I bought you a beer? He goes, ah. And I was like. Oh, I about two beers? Two beers. He goes, all right, sounds good. All right, cool. Because this is what he's like. Yeah, my wife's inside. I don't need to get inside anyway. I was like, all right, cool. So we walk in together, and he's talking about these alumni, and he has these extra tickets because he wanted to be able to buy, go to the Notre Dame game. So he bought season tickets, four season tickets, just to be able to go to the Notre Dame game because the cheapest ticket ever in Notre Dame game. I can't even say that right. It's 300 and he got uh, four tickets for like 8.50 or something, four season tickets. So I was like, oh man, that's that's a smart play. And so we went in together, he introduced me to, so the, the three other people were like three like older guys that were in the section and I said hi to them and they, he actually gave the two beers that I bought him to those guys. And so after he left, I was grateful. I took a lap and kind of just soaked it all in. I came back and I was sitting I decided to sit behind them and, and kind of small talk to people behind me. This seemed super nice. And they all like started telling their friends and friends. They're like, oh yeah, you're the guy. Like they didn't know about me. But right when I mentioned it like, to one of them, by the end of the first quarter, I I, I I went to the bathroom came back. They're like, hey, I heard your story, including the ticket checker. <sighs> Kelly. <sighs> Kelly, Kelly, the ticket checker. When I was going, uh, at one point goes, they told me your story. She was like, can I have a picture with you? And I was like, sure. And we talked for a little bit. So it was, it's kind of funny at this point where, you know, I just am in a section. And then it's, it's kind of like playing telephone, you know. I think it would be funny at one point. Like, we heard that, you know, you're here. You're a I not make a wish. But we heard that, you know, you don't have long to live. And you're going to all these games before you pass away. Which is mm-hmm. very morbid. I don't know why I you never know with telephone and a, a, a funny story about telephone is uh, when I was in high school, I worked at a recreation center and I never did like, like all, all the counselors did like timeout times and I never wanted, I hated, kids in timeout. Like, it's the worst thing ever. But, you know, kids are reckless. And I think I had 20 or 28, like 28 to 32 second and third graders basically by myself. So that's hard to control. And, uh, what I would do is I would, um, say, all right, tell you what, we just need to take a break. Everyone's on the wall. And if everyone can just, if we can do one if we can get one round of telephone, right. You guys can get back to work. We just need, it's just got two out of hand. I'm not, it's not timeout. It's a teamwork activity. Let's do it together. And uh, I would say something and, you know, two or three rounds, they still couldn't get it because Telephone is a hard game for, you know, people that can really listen. But anyways, back to, yeah, that, that was my telephone story. I just thought it was a clever way to do timeout, right? I don't know. I thought it was fun. So, yeah, it was basically like telephone. I knew, I heard about you, yada, yeah, yada, yeah, yada. I'm more than happy to talk to anyone. So uh, I'm very gracious of people spreading the word. So I hang out in that section and take a lap. And the game itself, Syracuse jumps to a, 16-point lead, um, Virginia missed back-to-back field goals within a span of, I don't know, two and a half minutes. Like, they missed one, and then Syracuse turned the ball over. I think they threw a pick or something. or fumbled it. And uh, Syracuse missed one literally three downs later after they got stopped. Not Syracuse, uh, Virginia. And, um, yeah, so the game at halftime was 16-0. I was like, oh, wow, like this is kind of getting um, and the guys that were the, the younger guys that were with me, they're all like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and head out. We leave. We usually leave a little earlier than this. And it was, this, it was the third quarter. I was like, oh, okay, like, no worries. And, but it was funny because they, they wanted to stay for the next drive, which was, um, uh, they, they ended up staying for the next drive, which was, uh, when Virginia got the first touchdown. So, it was, and then they, 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 I think this is when the field goal was, Yeah, it was blocked, I think. Extra point. So it was like 6... What, 6.13 or 7. Or, that 6... I don't know. I'm so tired right now. I think I'm going to have to stop again. Sorry, guys. Okay, back to the Syracuse. Sorry. So I just am catching up on these, and it's, it's... Just so you guys know, I... What is this? It's October 11th now that I'm listening to this... Podcast from the Syracuse game, which was weeks ago. So I'm just gonna wrap it up here quickly and finish the story. So the game itself, like, it was super competitive. And after the group of guys left, I took a lap. I actually the the lady who was like the the staff member in our section stopped and we talked for a little bit. And she was like, "Oh, they told me about your story. I loved to Talk a little bit. Got a picture with her. She was super nice." And then the second half, I just kind of took a lap and then I sat next to the band. And I'm sure by now you guys know that I love sitting next to the band. It just, it's fun. They, they're always having a good time when or lose, like just living, like they're just the energy that I need. And there was just, you know, just, yes, the, the saxophone players were killing it. And, you know, the oboes or, or the clarinets were killing it and just sitting next to them. It was also in this, like right next to the section of the Virginia fans. So it was I don't know, in the end zone, just so I soaked it all in, you know, and I, uh, I, I mean, I love it. I, I, this is game 14 and, you know, looking back on it now from, I just finished game 23 and I'm driving right now from, uh, Tucson to, uh, West Virginia for Marshall game 24. That was just a special night. Like, you know, finishing up that game. I, I headed home to Cara and, um, uh, Jordan's place, and, and when I got there, I knew that I was gonna give Jordan the scarf, right? So I didn't have time to actually sleep at their place. I finished up laundry, got all my stuff, and I left them the scarf and the Virginia Tech joggers. I left them a note, they didn't know I was leaving the scarf, but again, like I said earlier, it's just some of those pieces that it means more to. Keep that in what I consider my family, which is everyone that I meet on the strip, and everyone that you know is a part of the strip in any kind of way. I'm, a snack. I'm driving by somewhere in New Mexico. I was just in what's the time? I don't know, but the animals that are grazing look like they're like antelope, like small, like from like animal kingdom, kind of like small antelope. I don't know. It's weird. I don't see any more right now, but it was just a small little. It definitely had, it was like small. I don't think it was a deer, but it wasn't a sheep either. Anyways, so I know I just jumped basically from the middle of the game at halftime to the end, but uh, this is a long one, and I also am so far behind on these that I just want to wrap it up. Like, the next, looking back at this game from, you know, two or three weeks later, it's crazy to think, uh How far we've come. Also, Syracuse campus, the very small part I was on, incredible. I do remember after the game, I was so cold walking back to my car because I was underdressed, and the walk was you know like a mile or something back. You uh, know, so I didn't stop in front of the scenic place that I wanted to because I was just too focused on getting back to my car. So yeah, I got back to my car. Oh, and I ordered a um, DoorDash to be. Uh, timed perfectly when I got to, or almost perfectly when I got to the, ho- the house. That's the second time I've done that. Uh, you know, I did it a, a different time like uh, when I got to San Jose. But anyways, thanks for listening. I'm going to try to bring energy now that I'm, like, I've learned, I think I said it, like, I can't do these every night. Like, and that's probably one of the reasons why we had a, a hiccup. And I am not sending these to, like, the audio engineered because i just need to get them out and i'll worry about quality later uh so yeah thanks for listening and i'll see you on the road or the next tailgate and be good bye